VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. Your host, and I am here, and we're getting ready to have an extraordinary show, and I'm so glad you're here, too. We are Waking Up in America. We're a team radio magazine, and we're going to pretend that you're the fly on the wall. And I think you're going to hear some of the most intriguing conversations in radio. So right now, <laughs> we're working on the other half of this team, but we have the in oh God. We have the team that puts on the Phoenix event, otherwise known as Winning the Second Half, and it's um, it's a seminar that we're going to be talking a fair amount about today. And uh, we hope that you can participate in it. If you can't participate in the actual seminar itself, you can participate by what we're going to be talking about here. Today we have also our special own radio expert, Cherie Ross, who shows you how to incorporate the essential oils into your daily life. Debbie Ringchop, she's a good doctor and she'll help light up your financial future. And Will Roberts, who will bring us the wit and wisdom of Will Rogers. So, Gail Owen, Inspiring Beauty, and um, Dr. Val, I'm Dr. Val, and I'll bring you Editor's Comment. Today we have Mary Louise and Ron Zeller, and we're going to bring you some very interesting and exciting guests in the future. And as you've seen in the past, we're on, the year, we're on 20 years now. Our guests come from all fields, from Olympic champion Mark Spitz to internationally known nutritionist Marcella Von Harding. We've had the amazing, <clears throat> excuse me, the amazing Broadway legend Carol Channing, and we've just, you know, Bob Cost of the Home Shopping Network says we're doing radio that will change the world. And what they have in common is they're accomplished and they're excellent. So you're listening to the best of the best here, and we've had the privilege of listening to them for, for 20 years. So you can believe I would have been probably maybe working at Sears or something part-time if I hadn't chosen this particular life. And by the way, I did very well at Sears part-time. I made more than the department manager did. So I could have been tempted by all the money that I was collecting. You can actually join us in making it true that we're doing radio that will change the world by letting us um, affect you and by letting your neighbors know about what we're doing and by commenting to us so that you can affect us. We, we love it. So from time to time you're going to hear barking dogs. I think Deb heard one earlier. FedEx deliveries and crackling cell phones. This program is actually produced by people calling in from their homes and offices all over the United States. We shoot for getting a landline, but sometimes we um, we do have that cell phone noise. Visit our website at wakingupinamerica.com to find out about the times and cities in your area where we, we are replayed. We've gotten mail now from absolutely all over the world, and what you do is you go to wakingupinamerica.com. Once again, that's wakingupinamerica.com. And if at any time you want to actually email me at val at wakingupinamerica.com, you can actually ask Mary Louise and Ron a question. Now, next online, I'd like to tell you that you can actually, when you're at the website, you can make a difference. And the way you can make a difference is by clicking on Race for the Rainforest. Take a cruise over the site. You'll find firewater videos. You'll find ways to sign up for our uh, monthly prize. You'll find ways to become part of our mailing list, so we will send you these beautiful little e-cards, things of that nature. And uh, right now, we're giving away a light bulb this month, one of those special electric light bulbs. I've told, 
<clears throat> I told Ed Begley that I keep him posted on what we were up to, and we also want to remind you that Ed Begley Jr. now has a line of cleaning products called Ed's Best, and the beautiful part of it is the money is donated to charity. He's the Paul Newman of the cleaning products field. So I know Mary Louise is a good Mormon, and uh, yes. <laughs> and having been to your house, that you should probably check out Ed's Best. They're pretty amazing. Mary Louise is meticulous in her in her way of speaking, in her way of practicing. She's she's um what how many sixteen times national grand champion of taekwondo? Is it sixteen? Sixteen times national gold medalist champion and uh, Olympic style taekwondo and six time world champion. Oh my God! Well. There's a meticulous nature that goes to that. There's an intensity of focus. And what's happened is, is that we're actually trying to locate Ron right now. Um, what's happened is, is that Ron and Mary Louise have put together a program called the Phoenix Event, and that's the French version of that. That's F-E-N-I-X. Um, but you can also find it at Waking, waking Up. You can also find it at um, winningthesecondhalf.com. And, oh gosh, Pete... Uh, our, our chief technical officer, Pete, his wife, me, and Deb, and Deb's friend, Nancy, we've all done it. Debbie, would you like to say something about Mary Louise and introduce her? Mary Louise is one of the most energetic, wonderful people I know. She's been just a blessing in my, my life, too, now that I've gotten to meet her. She, she just can really read and understand what's going on in life and how to change what we're thinking about um, and open our minds to more possibilities. The the program, I know, just gets into so many things that we've created these walls and boundaries and things around ourselves, and they start to just give us an idea of how to open up and look at other opportunities and think ageless. I love the ageless idea. Well, we'll let Mary Louise introduce herself after we get done doing our praise and adulation. But, Deb, what's changed in your life since you took Ron and Mary Louise's seminar? There's been a lot of things. For one, I eat more vegan, not entirely, but a lot healthier. Do you let our, our listening audience know what vegan is? Uh, vegan is, from my understanding, um, well, I'm not sure if the dairy was vegan, too, but no dairy, which has really helped, I think, my, my body better. Uh, it's vegetarian, but it's more than vegetarian. It's, I don't know what you really call it. I just It's no dairy, no eggs. Okay. Gee, if we had Elena, Elena <laughs> became the master chef, the master vegan chef. So, Mary Louise, how long have you been doing this seminar? Uh, for a year, about a year and a quarter now. So we've we've done three courses. Every course, almost like uh, it's living through us and uh, developing through us. My husband, of course, you know his background. He has 35 years doing uh, transformational seminars, seminars in uh, breakthrough communication, what he calls quantum communication, communication that causes. He does leadership courses in business. He does. Uh, courses in producing success and results, and um, and then you know he worked with Landmark Education, leading the Landmark Forum all over the world for many many years. Uh, he was an S trainer, 
and so and his background is in education. So oh, for those people who think that S trainers were kind of some kind of a strange breed, they actually were. They actually pushed people to the brink of their potential. And in the days when the S trainings were happening, that was a pretty unusual thing in the culture, wouldn't you say? Sure. We were being challenged to being great. Now that now it's gotten downright mainstream, they've got exactly. So you guys are actually pioneers in in the realm of consciousness. And in your case, why don't you tell people a little bit about what you did with um, from the time you were forty five to the present, as far as uh, the martial arts are concerned. Well, just so we can know how focus can change reality. Yeah, I've actually lived in. Um, Dreaming the impossible dream, looking for new reality. Of course, everybody knows somebody uh, 45 years old can't begin an Olympic sport as a beginner and actually, you know, become an Olympian. Everybody knows that's impossible. So, you know, the old the the song "Dream the Impossible Dream." That's my favorite song, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I live in Ron's commitment to doing the impossible. So we don't just dream it, we do it. In fact, I call myself a dreamer-doer. And uh, I began Taekwondo uh, about the age of 45 and as a white belt beginner and started competing about a green belt level. And now I'm a fifth-degree master instructor. Um, I've, like we said, 16-time U.S. national gold medalist six-time world champion. I've produced over 100 state, national, and international champions and the first team member, so I am empowering others to uh, take on uh, doing the impossible dream. I mean, you dream it, and then you have a plan, and you do the actions every day. You do it like it were possible. So um, I would say, yes, my life is still expanding. Ron and I are always into the next adventure, and uh, I call it the alternative to the decline of aging. Well, let me tell you. Tell tell the listening audience a little bit how extraordinary your husband is. Well, he too. He's he's trained himself. He's he's traveled the world studying educational systems. Um, he did that for a year and wrote studies on it. He's he's taught high school. He's taught. He was a high school counselor. He taught college. He was a high school principal. He was superintendent of schools. And then he did the S training. And right before he left on this sabbatical to study educational systems around the world, and what he discovered on his trip was he saw that linear education was important, but that this breakthrough type of education, this where you can alter somebody's viewpoint, you see, you can only have in life what you see you can have. You have a viewpoint. It exists in how you speak about life, how you see life, how, what you believe about yourself and others in life. And you can only have what you see you can have. If you can alter a viewpoint, if you can at least take a look at your viewpoint, very often it is like water to the fish and we don't even see our viewpoint, uh, you can actually change life. And he got very interested in that kind of existential leap of education where people began uh, living lives of passion and larger contribution and taking on the world, not just their own little corner, but taking on projects in the world to make this world and life a better place. Well, you know, my friend Candace has a good description for that. She 
she said, somebody turns the lights on. Yeah. It's like, it's like getting your lights turned on. That's the best way I can describe it. You may have dreamed of, thought of, well, I know I did. You know, I, wa- I wanted certain things. I made lists of them. I made them as goals. And then after the course, Mary Louise, I found myself automatically doing them. Yes. Okay. For instance, there is a new way of being that follows a new way of seeing. Exactly. Exactly. And I, so the things on my list, all of a sudden, are quotes. Manifestation requires that you have the thought, and then you put the action behind it, so that it can actually present itself. Most of my life, I was stuck in the action with occasional thoughts manifesting. I'm going to say that I probably manifested about one out of three major thoughts. You know, that I said were important to me. I think that's what's important. is isn't what we say is important to you. It's what you say is important to yourself. And I find myself just boldly stepping into the business world. You know, have you noticed that for yourself? Right. Me too. <clears throat> and we, we have struggled. I mean, I know there's thousands of people out there listening to this that we get by. We get by even at a pretty darn high level. You know? Yeah. I, I know you do. You know I do. <laughs> you know we visited we each other's homes. know, too, that we are, we are not focused and expressing the fullest expression of our ability. And we admire those people who become the millionaires and they write books about it and we read the books and we think, oh, I can do this. And something keeps us in the same place. Absolutely. I was thinking back to probably one of my lower moments, Mary Louise, 1992. Yeah. I'd been making 30000 a month the year before. That's a good amount of money. That's a good amount of money. And, the, and the next year I was in bankruptcy court. It happened so fast I can't even really tell you for sure what happened. A whole series of events. Uh, changed office space, did all kinds of things. And it was just like I went from 30000 to um, bankruptcy courthouse taking the bus home. Okay, and then renting a room in somebody else's home after I'd lived in a palatial mansion overlooking the ocean. And it took six months for that transformation of the ocean to the, to the bus line to occur. And it was like, it was, as I was riding the bus back to the palatial home that I was moving out of, I said to myself, hmm, I think I'm going to have to do some things differently here that I've done them in the past. And that's what has to happen. We actually have to be ready to break old habits. Um, Deb, I was wondering for you, I know that for Elena, she began, she feels her relationship with Pete more deeply and she's more into making the vegan food. She was an outstanding contribution to our seminar in Utah. Uh, by the way, they also pick gorgeous places for these things to happen. The next one's in Sedona. But I know that that changed for, for her and I'm wondering, you know, you hopped on your gazelle pretty fast after you got home and you lost about nine or ten pounds almost immediately, didn't you? Well, I think that was changing the diet. Yeah, but that came from the seminar. That came from the seminar. But the gazelle is just, it's my energy has boosted, and it's back to the confidence and just knowing I need to move this body. I mean, so often you find yourself sitting in front of computers, pushing papers and making phone calls and all the great crazy things that go on with running businesses, and you forget to take care of yourself. And I find myself at midnight still on the computer playing around and sending emails out and trying to figure out what else has to be done before the day's done. And the day's supposed to be done at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, midnight you know, you're supposed to be finished. <laughs> no, Valerie, that actually points out exactly one of the things that is so great that you get out of this course is that 
I've, I've done 20 years of training. You know, I'm doing this call sitting in a sauna sweating for four and a half hours because I'm doing a purification. And if I'm not doing a purification, I'm doing some other kind of program. And I have I get on the Internet at night and I study nutrition because you've got to know, at 63 years old, I'm going to the U.S. Open in February, February 13th. I'm going to be competing with 14 years and above. 14 and, and I, above? I thought it was 18. No, they changed it to 14 and above. Oh, my God. So... I am competing with these brilliant, you know, young stars, and I will win. You're going to watch me. We're going to have me on the radio show afterwards, and I'm going to talk about my gold medal at the U.S. Open. You know what I want from you? I want a video of you winning the U.S. Open to put on the website. I'll put it on the website. I'll put it on my website, I promise. But my point here is that the worst thing you can say to me is, Oh, I'm extraordinary. Oh, I have this rare genetic makeup uh-uh. that I can have a body that is still as strong as a 20-year-old. And it's not an accident. I have spent 20 years in a research project thinking outside of a normal box of what it is to age. I live in the box of ageless. So anybody can do that. When you come to the course, you've heard them talk about, we, we talk about the diet. I talk about the supplementation, about the plans. Ron's doing this whole purification thing right now, too. We bought a $3,500 sauna to put in our home, you know, because we read about it and saw the difference in the health. We've just been introduced to the most brilliant thing on glutathione that I'm in the midst of uh, examining and, and reading the research. It's making oh, a cool. huge difference with AIDS patients, and this doctor is probably going to get a Nobel Prize for his work with AIDS patients this coming year. But anyway, that's another story. But what I'm saying is when you come to the seminar, you get you get Ron's uh, 50 years of experience with human beings transfiguring themselves, just like the myth of the phoenix bird. Well, you know, I want to point to something else here, too, Mary Louise. You and I were having a conversation before the show, and I was having it. I actually, Pete and I were talking to a man named Larry Nedry, who's going to be working on the website. And we were having a conversation about attention deficit disorder, and I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but more than 60% of the American people have attention deficit disorder. And most of the time when you hear that word, you th- and I have it, by the way, Mary Louise has it, a number of people do. But when you hear that word, what you expect is something that jumps around from subject to subject, which is definitely one of the symptoms of attention deficit disorder. But what, Ron- what Larry brought up, and I honestly didn't know, but I... I- I owned it the moment I heard it, was that we have intense focus. So most people, I'm going to make this statement, and somebody can shoot me an email at val at wakingupatamerica.com and tell me um, that I'm mistaken here, but most people that have it have the extreme focus as well. So if we can take you out of the conversation, anything that takes you out of the conversation of where did I put my pen, what am I doing in this room, what did I say I was going to do today, and you flip into the extreme focus, that's why she's a champion. I don't think true. you'd be the champion if you hadn't had the problem. This is, this is my advantage. It's actually an you. advantage now. This thing yeah, that was a problem. I have intense attention to detail. Uh, I have intense focus. It is sometimes you win by a tenth of a point. It is my intense expression and focus uh, and detail that wins that tenth of a point for me. Well, let me say, I watched the last Olympics and it was actually a hundredth of a point. Well, this is true, too. 
You know what I'm saying? We're getting what to is it. the difference for a hundredth of a point? Mary Louise and, and Val, you know, one of the biggest things I saw there, too, was relabeling things, and that's relabeling ourselves. Because we tend to label something and, and it get expectations around it, and often it's negative labeling. I think labeling ourselves to be something much more positive and more um, be, labeling ourselves more ageless is going to make a huge difference in people, and it has for me. I'm, I'm taking care of myself. I've recognized I need to take care of me in order to take care of others, and I can't be doing it for others without me first. <laughs> True. And then and it's just the labeling of different relationships with people from who knows way back that can change the way, you know, it's like release on that old label and you can improve relationships with people that, you know, you kind of felt about in the past. Just finding new ways of looking at everything. And that is what I got was a big part of this, the, the program was just the way I look at the whole world is different. Well, you know, I promised myself something in the course that I realized, I don't know if you know this or not, Mary Louise, but when I went to Rome in 2005 in November, I sprained my ankle dragging bags around. Mm. I just had that ankle taped up 13 months later. I was so busy taking care of everybody else that it didn't occur to me that I had a sprained ankle for 13 months. 13. Mm. You know, this is, and I say I'm more aware than most of the world. And we do that about everything. About everything. You're so right. Do you know the author Danielle Steele? Pardon? The author Danielle Steele. Yeah. You've heard her. She writes these lovely uh, stories. I just, I've been driving up to Salt Lake City every day for this program, so the only way I keep my sanity is to listen to books on tape. So I'm listening to her latest book called The Miracle. And what was interesting to me, the man talked about being a tremendously successful businessman uh, and that his wife and family, they were all wonderful, but he was much more involved in his business, and he said until his wife died, he never knew her. Mm. He loved and cared for her, but he found her poetry, which she wrote about him every time he left. You're making me cry. Yeah, and it, it's a beautiful it's so story. True. I cry going up and down the freeway. We do not know people until they're gone, and we find their yeah. remnants, and we well, this touch course, This course is about let's do it before they die, let's, and let's, let's do it before we die. And let's get Sherry Ross, Sherry Ross in on this conversation. Oh, oh, silent master of the essential oils, would you join us? Yes. <laughs> so you've been hearing us go uh, about all the stuff that happened for us. What are you picking up? What are you reacting to? What's coming to you? Regarding people's choices, how they're living, what they Whatever you're hearing. Things. Whatever you're hearing is, set, you know, is triggering you, well, touching you. Mary Louise and I, if we knew each other, I think we would be very good friends. Just <laughs> because of how we, must we live, handle that one. How we live our lives, and um, and and it's not about holding yourself back anymore because that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You get sick, you have accidents. Financially, you may get sick. You'll have relationship problems if you hold yourself back. You know, we are all designed in our hearts and our beings to do something and be someone. And whatever that is, even if it's a garbage collector, you know, and that's your passion, do it with passion. And uh, because I'm grateful that I don't have to take my garbage to the dump every day, you know, I'm just grateful they come by my curb and pick it up. So 
we all have an important part to contribute towards each other. And the key is, is we don't do anyone any good by living small. We don't. We don't. We, we do each other great service by being authentically all that we can be. Because when someone else shines bright, let me tell you, it, it brings the light in on my shadows of my mind that I'm holding myself back, and then it allows me to step into the light also. Well, oh, yeah, I've got something for our listeners. I mean, some, some of them may be driving cars or wherever, but if you're sitting where you could write some things down, you know, you have another program called Vital Issues, which is, I guess, vital means life. Yeah. These are like the most important issues in our lives. And I would ask you, where in your life do you know your relationships don't have the passion that you really, truly want, that you kind of even gave up on and you've settled for what you've got? You know you love them. Where don't you have the partnership? Where don't you have the expression or the aliveness or the adventure in your relationships and, and just you know, it's January. Write them down. You know, uh, it, it, and it is, it is, uh, you know, a new day even today, and it's a new breath. So, examine your life, and where do you know your work isn't the fullest expression of your passion, your intellect, and your contribution? And go to email. work. Where you're not learning. Where you're not risking. Where you're not playing. I just got an email. Um, Mary Louise, and it's from Michael L. And Michael says that he's handicapped, and he wonders how your seminar could help him because he he can't walk. Well, he's alive. He's breathing. He's taking breath. Um, I would I would say to him that you know, in my Taekwondo school, we work with handicapped children. We get other children who do martial arts who maybe even have their black belt already and it takes a tremendous amount of commitment most schools won't accept them because it's too much work and we have so many children who are brain injured and uh, a little boy who's deaf and a little boy who's blind and and it's the same little boy so he's deaf and blind and uh you know and has some mental retardation and he's doing taekwondo wow and we it'll take us a hundred times more commitment of a teacher to teach that child and we take it on and we take it on because I know that even the youngster I uh, assigned to that other uh, handicapped child uh, will grow and have an experience that will give them so much so I welcome anybody who wants to take a look at their vital issues and I say to him even if he doesn't walk there are talents and abilities that he's given up on along with his legs when they went that could be rekindled and the reason why he's still here is because he's got more to do. That's very moving. Sorry, I'd like to... And you know, Ron's beeping in on my other line, so oh, somebody good? Well, sure call we... him and get him in on the call. I we tried, but we've only, we're almost over. We've got one over. minute well, left. We Cherie. missed him today. I want Cherie to... I, I heard her. <laughs> what do you want to say, Cherie? This is for Michael. And, Michael, your brain and your mind are not handicapped. And so even though you have a body that maybe doesn't you know, work like 90-some percent of the people out there, your brain and your mind are not handicapped. And please, I had a body that was paralyzed. It's not anymore, thank you, God, but it's not. And when it was, the most frustrating thing was to get the world to not treat me handicapped. 
that I knew I was still who I am. I just needed to be able to be me. And so what I'm going to pose to you is that your mind is not handicapped. And there are great things that you are capable of doing, creating, participating in, even though you are not able to walk at this time. Perfect. Mary Louise, how do people get a hold of you and Ron? Well, they should go to our website. Like you said, either uh, winning the second half, all spelled out, dot com, or the Phoenix event and the French spelling of the word Frank, E-N-I-X, event.com, the Phoenix event.com, and all of our contact information, our biographies and everything, and, uh, and, you know, people who've got the course are on there talking about what they've gotten from it. And we'd love to have you participate with us because we're always teaching higher level and I just met the most incredible man you all should Google Stephen K. Scott he wrote uh, a millionaire's notebook and uh, mentored by a millionaire and he's probably going to come he's got an invitation I think he's going to be at our next course leading the stuff on finances he's oh, a millionaire so we might learn something from him and you'll find part of the waking up in America team at at these things because what we know is that it's what makes us best can I give your um, work number Absolute number. It's 801-229-1770. That's 801-229-1770. And what a privilege, Mary Louise. I'm so sorry that um, Ron was involved in that emergency. And look for my uh, new book, too, Valerie, at the end of February, Secrets of the Fountain of Youth. Really? You're going to? Well, we have to have you back for that. Oh, but of course. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right, talk to you soon. All right, take care. Well, what can I say? There's, did, words don't do this. Uh, it's, it's not a thing that words really capture. Um, the essence of the people, you just fall in love with them. They're darling. And when you see a relationship, they have a relationship that works, that has respect in it. And when you see people working at the level they are with that work and respect, it's wonderful. And But after you get done with all of this party, all of this seminar work where I'm inviting you to come is to Roberto's Bungalows in San Pancho, Mexico. It's 45 minutes north of Puerto Vallarta, and uh, it's an absolutely charming area. The bungalows are recently built in the beautiful little pueblo of Cachet, San Francisco. That's what San Pancho translates to. There are five bungalows surrounding a beautiful little courtyard and pool, and you enter through the front door to the serene sound of the weeping wall, and um, you can hear the water running. It's just it's totally charming, and Steve and Diana just make it a really special stay. I'm already booked to be down there um, in March. I'm looking forward to that visit. I try to go down there um, two or three times a year. I've actually liked the town so much I bought real estate down there. So to get a hold of Steve and Diana, you can do that. Actually, they have a number in the USA, which is one nine seven one two three nine four one two zero. That's one nine seven one two three nine. Four one two zero. So there you go, and uh, do catch our Vital Issues show on Saturday. And what you do is you go to our website at wakingupinamerica.com, and you click on the Saturday show. So this Saturday we're uh, we had a lot of um, demand for some of the old shows to be played. So we'll be discussing how millionaires and and billionaires or very well, very rich people think. And when you hear it, you'll notice that you have limitations in your thinking that they don't have in theirs. For instance, if a billionaire 
has a financial problem, or I'm sorry, if a millionaire has a financial problem, what they do is they usually just create their way right out of it by selling something or doing something or making a difference. They don't suffer in financial lack. They recreate themselves. Walt Disney actually went bankrupt seven times. He kept recreating himself until he had the Walt Disney empire that you've all been able to enjoy. But mind you, the average person won't tolerate seven failures. The people that are really successful, they'll keep that focus that we were talking about with Mary Louise, and they will create. So join us on Waking Up in America next week, Wednesday at noon, and also join us for Vital Issues on Saturdays at 11. Now, the Waking Up in America show is just on uh, Voice America. The Vital Issues show is on the Business Channel, and you'll see that clearly defined on the relation uh, on our um, website. So take it there right now. We have a privilege. You heard her talking a little bit earlier. This is a woman who really does know how to focus. She knows how to create, and she knows how to climb over the obstacles in life and just keep going. She's totally terrific. Her name is Debbie Ringchop, and she's our doctor for money. Well, thank you, Val. That was a very nice intro. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) I'm going, who is she talking about? Didn't recognize her. I'll look in the mirror, cutie. I'm going, well, now that's Sherry, too. <laughs> Actually, that's all of us. Um, really, if we look at it, all of us, everybody out there, all you listeners, you're all excellent. You're all wonderful beings. And everybody needs to start paying more attention to how much they they can be. That's that's a huge part of this world. Uh, last week, I know I mentioned a little bit, I was standing outside the ER at the hospital, and um, I was talking about planning in advance, don't wait until the accident comes along, the illness comes along, those types of things. You have to do some pre-planning. Now, I just have to throw this out. I got a bill from the hospital for just a portion of the time yeah, that's my, a good my one. husband was in from, Jan- from December the 8th through the 30th. Oh, and my God. And critical care was part of it, but... No one I have asked has even guessed anywhere near. Oh, come on, I got close. Anybody out there, just to think for a moment, what do you think a hospital bill might be? This does not include physician, but it does include the hospital stay, you know, all the labs and tests and all the things that they do and some surgery, putting in a pacemaker. Um, Just make a mental thought of what you think that it might cost. Okay, here comes the bill. No, wait, wait. Mary Louise, I heard you're still here. Oh, I am. What are, what are you guessing? I I thought uh, one hundred and fifty thousand. One hundred and fifty thousand. I guess two hundred and twenty thousand. Three. What do you guess? Four hundred thousand. Okay, tell them. Okay, ready. More than half a million. Five hundred fifty-six thousand was this one bill. Now, thank God, I have insurance. Tell them how much you're paying. Well, it doesn't matter, but she's paying. <laughs> she's paying an eye drop of that. I will be paying $1,500 towards the max copay on my hospitalizations for the year. So that's um, definitely an eye drop. So you really have to look at the plan that you're getting. For everybody that's employed right now, what's your guarantee you're going to stay employed by someone else? You have to look outside of employment for other options. I mentioned long-term care is usually not something that's portable. If you don't have a long-term plan, you're not going to necessarily have something available when you 
<coughs> lose a job or get transferred or whatever it is, downsized, upsized, you know, outsized, <laughs> you need to start taking care of yourself and look for the type of people like ourselves that, you know, you hear on the radio. We're out there to help you put plans in place. So just one more reminder, it's, I mean, that's more than half a million dollars. Oh, my God, that's one hospital stay. He hasn't even finished his hospital stay. I know. God, Jesus. He's eight weeks into the hospital now. <laughs> I, I, I know it's well over a million dollars just for this this long round, but the um, that kind of billing, I mean, it's. I doubt the insurance companies will pay that much of it, but they'll pay probably at least a third of it. That's still a couple hundred thousand. I mean, if you didn't have the insurance, you know, the, you're you're not going to either stay in those hospitals. You'll be pushed off to someplace else. Most likely, you're not going to survive. Well, it. Debbie, I didn't have insurance when I fell down in 1999, mm-hmm. and I ended up creating a medical condition that actually caused me to have to have a hip replacement because I didn't have the medical insurance to handle a smaller problem that was happening. So it's like what we're talking about today. I think really is taking care of yourself. It's so much. Take care of yourself. It's planned for it. Um, and know that you can change a lot of what's going to happen when you start thinking better. And we've heard it before. Eat right. You know, take care of yourself. Exercise. Come on, guys. Start to do it. Don't wait until it's the 50s, 60s, whatever you want to call it, age groups where you start feeling all these things that you had some chance to prevent. And even if you're already feeling them, Change it. I mean, this class that Mary Louise was talking about totally gives you a chance to start relooking at how you deal with your life and how you start thinking about your own health and how you can take steps to become a much better you. Well, it's so funny because we sound like a commercial, and the truth of the matter is we've all been so deeply moved. By Our lives are a commercial. I mean, really, if you look at it, everything we do, people talk about what they do all the time. So you're really a commercial for things you've been exposed to. And the good things, too, and the bad things, you know? And, and Yeah, and what we don't want to do is focus only on the bad. We have to focus on the creation of the, the new world that we want. So it can't always be. Kathy, I have a question for you. Okay. This is Mary Louise. One of the reasons, probably the only reason somebody would not have health insurance is that they couldn't afford it. Are there any alternatives? For, like, I even have a friend who lost her job. She was laid off after 18 years with Novell, and uh, now her insurance has run out. So is, is there anything available for unemployed, self-employed, that actually is worthwhile and works? Or is there any, you know, it almost makes me want to vote for... Hillary Clinton, and I thought I'd never <laughs> cough those words out there. <laughs> Republican, conservative, but it's just not okay that people can't afford health care. No, it's not. It's really a major issue for all the states right now, too. So That's I think the only thing that would get me to vote for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of people are. Ma- I think Barack Obama is making that his platform as well. Health care, isn't he, Debbie? Uh, I believe I've heard that. Yeah, I, I, it's you know, there's so much. As- how much can the social side cover? And it really isn't able to give you all the things that you really would need. So that's why it's as much as possible before you lose the jobs, um, make sure you have some kind of an alternative set up. Really, if we can create something from a personal plan, 
you know, you know the companies are pushing more back onto the employees anyway. They're charging yeah. three, four times what they used to, giving you half the benefits. We'll talk yeah. about that another show when we've got a half hour. I, I just think, you know, create your own business on the side and, and put a business plan in that includes your own medical plan. And cool. This is Sheree, and I'm just going to add in. Uh, Debbie is actually reviewing for me. I'm, I'm looking at a company called Essential Healthcare, and it's a healthcare association that has a phenomenally affordable um, healthcare plan for uh, people just like you're speaking about, Mary, Mary Louise. Oh, good. Essential Healthcare? Mm-hmm. It's being formed right now as we speak. Oh, that's cool. We have a website to that uh, of that name? Uh, in a couple of weeks, we will. <laughs> we'll get you some more information. We're definitely a work in progress, and we plan on being there for the rest of our lives. Um, Deb, we need to wrap up your segment right now. What, what are your closing conversations here? I just wanted to say I'm really glad that the Federal Reserve decided not to uh, change the interest rate, and they say that the housing market appears to have stabilized and that we're really starting to look like we're at a more stable level. So the Federal Reserve itself is saying they're not changing the interest rates. So, yay, we're sitting a little bit pretty there. <laughs> oh, it's, it's time for pretty, I'll tell you. Yes, I think we all can want to feel that little bit of pressure off our shoulders. So at least they're starting to recognize it and not pushing so much. So you're not going to see interest rates rising as fast as it was. I think we're kind of going to be at a stable state for a little while. So anyway, this is Debbie Ringtop. Uh, make sure that you call us or email us. Uh, use our first name at wakingupinamerica.com or call any of us toll-free at 866-RADIO-99, and we'll get back to you if we don't answer. So we're looking forward to talking with all of you listeners and bring up whatever issues you have that you're interested in talking about. Yeah, no kidding. Toll-free 866-RADIO-99 is actually a free call, so you can find out about all of this. The people in my life are extraordinarily generous, and I'm hoping we've got tape on Will Rogers. And um, Will Rogers has actually been recreated by Will Roberts, who's an outstanding uh, entertainer, and you should check out his website at willrogersusa.com. Do you have that tape for us? Where's our tape? Hmm. Well, I have another idea. I actually have one of Will's tapes on here, and I will find it. And in the interim, let me bring to you Cherie Ross. Now, I've known Cherie Ross, I guess it is five years now. She's probably the most... Actually, I think that you actually travel more and do more speeches than presidential candidates, to just to give people an idea. <laughs> and uh, I think you actually have more mileage. So, and with that, the message is a message of spirit. It's a message of simplicity. It's a message of affordability. It's a message of completion. And it's a message of vibrant health. And Cherie Ross truly is a master of the essential oils. Take it away. Dear one, take it away. Well, hello, everyone. And today I'd like to do a part two of where I left off last week. And that is today we're going to deal with injuries, broken bones, um, amazing healing capacity of the body, and preventing actually severe injuries. And that is, is when we were on that cruise ship, like I talked about last week, uh, one of the women was doing a ropes course, and uh, what happened is she actually broke her ankle. And um, she was able to, the pain was quite excruciating, but she was able, they got her to the hospital, 
and she was able to not go on any pain medications. They did the x-rays and found out that, yes, in fact, it was broken. So they were able to reset it without having to have surgery and put pins and plates and so forth. But what she was doing was using essential oils, and she was on the cruise ship. She opted to stay on the ship because it happened on the third day of a seven-day ship uh, out at sea. And uh, we were actually on an island. She was on the island of Belize when this happened. And so uh, what she did is we started to use the essential oils, oils of Idaho balsam fir, oils like cypress, oils like lemongrass and wintergreen. And when she got home to Colorado, she lives in Colorado, and it was about, I would say, by the time she got home and got into the doctor and got it x-rayed, it was uh, six days past the break. The doctor said it looked like it was an 8- to 12-week injury in six days' time that it had healed that fast. Now, I can speak to that, and she was up moving around. She, they had an air cast on her, they would, uh, a Velcro one. She had a boot on, and she was walking around on it. Now you say, oh, they could only have been a hairline, a hairline fracture. No, it was a good break, so much so that they literally had to reset the foot. But these essential oils are second to none. And I'm not talking the perfume kind, not the kind that you go out and just smell nice at Bath and Body Shop, but actually the kind that are distilled for its medicinal values. You can reattach um, uh, torn ligaments without scarring. You can minimize any type of damage whatsoever, any adhesions, any, any broken blood vessels, anything, and they can recover very, very quickly. And one of the sad things that I noticed, I got an email on two days ago, was that the wonderful horse, um, uh, Barbarino, I believe that the name is, uh, could be wrong on the name, but they actually had to put the horse down. And I would just was hoping that they would allow us to get to that horse with essential oils because I can tell you right now that horse would have been racing again, would not have been put down, and would have been able to be fully functioning. Because when you work with these essential oils and you can apply them topically, what they do is they bring to the body exactly what the body needs because the body will heal itself if it's given the right compounds or the right components. Let me interrupt you for a minute. Yeah. What do you do for a radio show host that's got a sprained ankle that's been sprained for 13 months? Well, a couple things. One, lemongrass for ligaments. Lemongrass? For ligaments. Cypress for circulation. And I would do, there's an oil called Trauma Life, Valerie, and what that Never oil heard does, that one. Yep, what it does is it pulls the memory of the trauma out of the cellular structure. Wouldn't that work for, for people that have been abused and stuff? Uh, very much so. Okay, Trauma Life? Trauma Life, uh-huh, and it sounds crazy, but these actually have been proven to go in and change the spin because they bypass the mitochondria and they literally go in and change the spin in the cell so that if there has been an injury or a trauma, or an assault, it literally will remove the memory of that trauma. And x-rays, when you do this, x-rays do not show of any injury or any break, no matter how severe it was. Now, I got the first two. I got lemongrass and trauma. Cypress. Cypress. Oh, cypress. Mm -hmm. And then I would bring in wintergreen oil, because wintergreen oil or Idaho balsam fir, those two oils are very powerful for, for structural, proper structural support. Also dealing with muscles, because when you sprain, you tear the muscles. So I would bring in Idaho balsam fir oil or wintergreen. And you would either one would work? Yep, and you would apply them at least uh, twice a day, four times is better if it's a severe injury. Four times a day? Mm-hmm, yep. You know, I, <laughs> I like things to be really immediate, and I call that pretty darn immediate. 
Oh, yeah. I, I can share with you, there's three people I've worked with in the past two weeks who have, and they're all above 55, and they all had injuries on their legs to where, and ankle areas where they've had to have plates and screws put in. The doctors, the orthopedic surgeons, said they would be in for the rest of their lives. We're talking anywhere from 4 to 12, 13 months later, those are having to be put out because the actual bone is healing so strongly that it's pushing the screws out and oh causing God. pain. So they have had, and the longest one was 20 years ago. There's a woman I'm working with who a week ago Monday had her uh, pins and, and screws and plate out. She had a, a surgery and, and uh, pins and screws and plates put in 20 years ago. She had him out a week ago last Monday because the exact same thing was happening, happening and she's been using the oils now for seven months. Oh, my God. Well, we, got, we need to wrap up this segment now, but thank you for changing my life. I've got two of these already. Great. So I'm going to call, call, I may even have three, but I'm going to call and order the trauma life for sure. And it sounds to me, just as, <laughs> since we're doing commercials, it sounds to me like anybody that's had anything in their past that would be considered traumatic would benefit from trauma life, hmm? Um, it's an exceptional oil. You should see the lives that are changed, especially like if you would com- use the trauma life oil and then combine some of the wonderful techniques that Ron and Mary Louise teach in their communication with self. You will literally can overnight change your life by removing the, the memory of the trauma from yourself. Did you hear that, Mary Louise? I'm going to make sure she hears that later. It, so- it sounds like she needed to leave. Right now, I actually found one of Will Rogers' clips that I like a lot. It's on solar energy and hot air politics. And we know both of those very well. So I'm going to play that for you starting right now. Whoops. Starting right. <laughs> and lately I've learned a lot. I'm actually going to start it over. All I know is what I read on the Internet. And lately I've learned a lot about alternative energy. So I put on my solar thinking cap, got a full charge, and I'm ready to tackle this issue. I used to have solar radio, and if I had a good enough charge, I could listen to the ball game until at least the seventh inning. I had a solar flashlight, which seemed kind of odd because you needed a light to charge the light. Luckily, things have changed. You almost don't need sun to power solar panels. I now have a scale that comes on when I turn on the bathroom light. Not sure how good that is. Anyhow, talking about alternative energy got me thinking. Hot air. We can blow balloons, pop popcorn with it. You can even start a fire if it's hot enough. And the biggest bunch of hot air comes from Washington, D.C. They've got enough hot air to, to warm the North Pole. Enough wind that if we put sails on our warships, we could breeze right into the ports and never be heard. And all we need to feed these politicians is... All we need to feed these politicians is the truth. So thank you, Will. And uh, we love having your clips on Waking Up in America, and you can find them at willrogers at usa.com. Now, I actually want to give up my segment, which is Editor's Comment, and get comments from Cherie and from Debbie, because it seems to me, Debbie, like we're really kind of being very truthful about what's going on and what we can do for ourselves. You're talking about the hospital. I'm talking about my leg. I know there's people out there dealing with legs in hospitals, and Cherie, I know that you actually healed yourself from, you were going through some um, difficulty with your voice. What oils did you use for that? Well, one of the challenges that I ran into, and I was able to keep myself out of the hospital, is I uh, got mold in my blood, the very deadly black mold. How do you do that? On the cruise ship. (laughs) 
black mold? Yeah, it's Jeez. deadly. Yeah, there's there's many different types of mold, and um, I got into contact with some on the cruise ship, and it got into my blood, and I got extremely ill last week, and. Um, the doctor, uh, my traditional doctor, traditional medical doctor, said you need to be in the hospital on IVs now. Right. My holistic doctor said, "Well, Sherry doesn't like the hospital, <laughs> 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 and um, because it's full of sick people, and so uh, can, and so we decided to try some other things and monitor me closely. And the progress has been amazing in less than a week. So the oils that I use to get those out of me." Are um, I used an oil called Melrose, which is a blend of melaleucas, rosemary, and clove, and that is is a very powerful anti-mold, anti-fungal. I also used oregano oil, and I did these internally as well as diffused them. And then I did an oil called Exodus Two, and I did that internally, which is a combination of cassia and cinnamon, and other very powerful oils, spikenard, and very powerful oils that are very grounding, but do not mess around when it comes to these unhealthy microbes. They're very aggressive with these unhealthy microbes. And so, and then of course thieves oil. I used a lot of oil of thieves, which is a combination of clove, cinnamon, eucalyptus, radiata, lemon, and rosemary. And I just took lots of capsules of those oils and um, uh, really hardly ate anything at all because um, I was not able to eat. I was very ill. Well, just the difference between your voice on Saturday yes. and your voice today is a totally different world. Yes. And so, and I, I had to take two airplane trips, um, which I had rescheduled meetings, and it was going to be very costly for me not to go. So I did. I was able to go, and then got back late last night. So I even flew with this, which is, like, unheard of. <laughs> Let me just ask Deb a quick question here. Debbie, last week you did your, you, you did your segment on the show from the hospital. Now, the, the only other person I ever know that pulled off something like that was Carol Channing when she was at the hospital to visit somebody she loved. She was actually willing to be on Waking Up in America. Most of us would use that as a reason not to be. What is it that allows you to... Take on that commitment. Is it focus? What, what what's your secret? Good question. <laughs> I'm not sure how much of it is a secret at this stage other than just wanting to make a difference and knowing that the people out there need to hear what's reality. And I think that that's one of the things that we bring to the air. And even if we're in a traumatic situation or whatever, that's part of reality. So exactly, I just thought it was important to you know take a step right outside the door. The doctors just took him in, and it's like, okay, well they're going to do some stuff anyway. So I'll take a few minutes outside and talk about some of this reality, so that people can know what to start looking for to make sure that they don't find themselves in some really bad positions. The, I think uh, you, I think that an awareness. One of the things I'm going to say is, I suspect you do not live in a story. Now, who's that? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's so electrified by your conversation they couldn't help joining us. <laughs> now, there's. What we're doing, in, and we're all practicing, like each one of us is in the gymnasium, and we've been there for five years, this particular team, 
uh, five years in the gymnasium, actually more like eight, 1999, and we've been practicing week after week and day after day about how do you stay on course with your life when life slings you one. It's like I now have two cats at home, and when I come out in the morning, the cats sometimes have really quite upset, quite upset. and I have head scratches. Huh? I don't know I don't who this is. I don't know who this is. Well, you know, they can have it, because it's 58, and the point of the matter is, It's time to hide by anyone. So visit us at wakingup.com. Discuss at Vital Issues. This is our website, once again, wakingupinamerica.com. And I really want to say thank you to all the people that have helped make this program possible. This by Kirkgaard Media Group, our radio partners, ConeyCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy and Memoriam, our executive producer, Nathan Jett. Also thank the people at the wonderful ads that they produce and really thanks to Mary Louise Zeller our chief technical officer Pete Laubach and Elena our, his wonderful stand-in our webmaster Jack Avicat Jeff Spinard and Ben Migan for Almost Ordinary People remember we're turning America green one thought at a time thanks for listening all of your crazy schemes love and dreams and the time you spoke them Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heaveninc.com.